I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Hockey on the Locked On Podcast Network. In today's episode, a quick recap of Monday's games, breaking down Tuesday's schedule, and DFS tips. Now, there's surely no position more confounding when it comes to forecasting hockey than goaltenders. That goes for fantasy hockey, the same as it goes for real teams, trying to figure out who will and won't be good stopping the puck from one year to the next. Once a goaltender's been in the league for a handful of seasons, they may have established a reputation for above-average performance, and they're considered one of the safe ones. Since 2016-2017, there have been three goaltenders, Andre Vasilevsky, Ben Bishop, and Robin Leonard, to play at least 150 games and have a save percentage better than the 918 save percentage posted by Anaheim Ducks netminder John Gibson. That should make him one of the safe ones, shouldn't it? Well, he was part of that contingent until he had a career-low 904 save percentage last season, and the short memory that accompanies fantasy hockey decisions suddenly left Gibson as an undesirable. Based on Yahoo ADP, he was the 27th goaltender selected this season. You know, maybe that's a reflection of low expectations for the Ducks, but if Gibson happens to be the goaltender that he was for virtually his entire career before last season, maybe those expectations should be a little higher. Having said all of this, Gibson is coming off a brilliant 34-save shutout against Minnesota Monday, a high point in his performance to be sure, and it's too soon to assume that he must be back on track. This, this isn't like a victory lap. But given the uncertainty of the position, it's also fair to at least consider the possibility that, that a good John Gibson uh, might make a real difference uh, for the Anaheim Ducks. So let's take a look at Monday's stars. And obviously Gibson starts uh, with 34-save shutout uh, for a one nothing win. Uh, against Minnesota, uh, a really tense uh, game and competitive, uh, but uh, Gibson uh, managed to turn back every effort uh, by the uh, by the Minnesota Wild. Uh, and then the other stars, the, the kind of best offensive performers, all came from the same game. Uh, St. Louis defenseman Justin Falk scored two goals, had eight shots on goal, and 11 shot attempts uh, in St. Louis's 5-4 win against San Jose, uh, then we got a couple of, of Sharks uh, in the running here. Uh, San Jose defenseman Brent Burns, one goal, two assists uh, in the loss. And San Jose center Logan Couture, who had two goals and one assist uh, in the loss. And uh, at least what you're seeing out of San Jose this year, if they're not uh, maybe as strong as uh, they were uh, a couple of seasons ago, uh, but they do look like they're more competitive than they were last year. Uh, and so, you know, take bits of progress where you can get it. So now let's go through uh, Monday's games real quick. Uh, start uh, Columbus in the, in the afternoon. They pull out a 3-2 win against Detroit. Uh, Red Wings right winger Bobby Ryan uh, scored both their goals, uh, which is certainly a welcome uh, development for Detroit. And Detroit, uh, you know, played they played pretty well for most of this game. They kind of had uh, a lapse uh, for uh, kind of a short period, and, and, and Columbus took advantage. And, and maybe that is uh, going to be the story of Detroit, is that they can be competitive for uh, portions of games or, or uh, even, you know, beyond games for, you know, they can be competitive for uh, a week or two, uh, but eventually it, the, the lack of talent is probably going to catch up to them. And uh, apparently that's what happened here. Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand also had a goal and assist for Columbus. Uh, and look, Columbus, they're a team that's going to, it looks like they're going to be hard-pressed to score goals this year. So uh, they're eking out a win at Detroit didn't uh, do anything to, to change that opinion. Uh, now, <laughs> that, that game was a virtual firewagon hockey compared to uh, the next game of Boston losing one nothing at the New York Islanders. Uh, a slug, uh, just 
a grinded out affair uh, with not a lot of chances. Uh, Semyon Varlamov did have 27 saves for the shutout for the Islanders. His second straight shutout to start the season. So, you know, there's something encouraging. Uh, Boston uh, still hasn't scored a goal at even strength this year. And, you know, not we're only three games in, so it's not a, uh, an epic deal. But, um, you know, that's a little troubling that uh, they're not able to, to generate enough offense uh, uh, at five on five. All right, Buffalo, 6-1 at Philadelphia. Uh, it appears that the Flyers might miss Sean Couturier. Uh, Buffalo center Jack Eichel and left winger Taylor Hall both had three assists. Uh, Buffalo right winger Sam Reinhart, uh, who moved up to, to play with Eichel and Hall, uh, he scored two goals, as did uh, Curtis Lazar, uh, not noted for his scoring. So uh, in the wake of Sean Couturier's injury too, uh, Philadelphia centers Nolan Patrick and Morgan Frost, a couple of guys that you might have thought uh, would respond to additional ice time, responsibility, what have you. Uh, they had zero shot attempts uh, between them. So uh, not a great uh, response from the, from the Flyers in their first game without Sean Couturier. Uh, we'll see how, see how they do uh, next time out. Uh, as mentioned, the San Jose Sharks lost 5-4 at St. Louis. Uh, Justin Falk had, had his big game uh, for St. Louis. Uh, Jordan Cairo had a goal and an assist. Uh, interesting one to keep an eye on. If Kairou gets enough ice time, if he, if the Blues play him in a role where uh, he's expected to contribute offensively, th- there may be some value there because uh, he has been able to score in the American Hockey League. Uh, St. Louis defenseman Colm Pareko also had a couple of assists. Uh, in addition to Couture and Burns for the Sharks, uh, right winger Kevin LeBanc, one of my preseason uh, favorites as, as a sleeper, uh, he had a goal and an assist. And San Jose's uh, center Thomas Hurdle had two assists as well. Uh, now, uh, kind of tale of two defensemen in this game. Uh, St. Louis defenseman Tori Krug uh, was on the ice for three goals for and none against uh, at five on five, while San Jose's Eric Carlson uh, was on the ice for three goals against and none for uh, at five on five in this game. Carolina four, Nashville two. Uh, Victor Arvidsson had a goal and an assist for the Predators, uh, but they they were kind of overmatched uh, in this one. Uh, Carolina's Andrei Sveshnikov, uh, Sebastian Ajo and Vincent Trocek all had one goal and one assist uh, in the Hurricanes' win. Winnipeg loses 3-1 at Toronto. The Leafs uh, really took over this game in the, in the second period. Uh, Mitch Marner scored two goals, uh, but in a 3-1 game, there aren't a whole lot of uh, great statistical notes. Uh, Vancouver 2, Calgary 5. Calgary <laughs> really took over their game in the second period. It, it looked awfully lopsided. Uh, and... Johnny Gaudreau had a goal and an assist to, to lead the Flames' attack, uh, and Vancouver kind of limps out of town after uh, getting beat 8-2 uh, in two games uh, against the Flames. Uh, Montreal goes into Edmonton and wins 3-1 uh, with Jake Allen uh, in net for, for the Habs. He stopped 25 of 26 shots, uh, and, you know, there were not huge numbers out of that game, obviously, in a 3-1 game. Uh, but the big thing for Montreal is they managed to shut down uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, which is you know, basically the focus of every team playing Edmonton. Uh, it's just a matter of whether you can do it or not. Uh, Arizona loses 4-2 at Vegas. Uh, Vegas right winger Riley Smith uh, scored a couple of goals. And center Chandler Stevenson uh, contributed a goal and an assist. Um, Arizona had 15 shot attempts to Vegas's one shot attempt, when Vegas left winger William Carrier was on the ice at five on five. Uh, now, uh, I tend to put out uh, every day on, on my uh, sub stack, I'll put out the players who had the best Corsi and best uh, expected goals uh, percentage in their games. Uh, but 
it's players who have played at least 10 minutes of five on five and Carrier uh, as a fourth liner in Vegas didn't didn't play uh, that much so he, he doesn't quite qualify but uh, getting out shot 15 to one is uh, some pretty lopsided play for sure um, and then in the final uh, game of the night uh, Minnesota uh, loses one nothing at Anaheim uh, losing to John Gibson who had his 34 save shutout uh, for the win and uh we have more uh, analysis on scottcullenhockey.substack.com. It's free to sign up, uh, and we'll be back after this. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm mostly incompetent when it comes to doing things for my car, so I leave it to my mechanic most of the time. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. He has great prices on an incredible variety of parts. Having access to this vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a while back. And let me tell you, I was not remotely impressed the day that it died in the middle of a car wash. But with the click of a mouse, a handful of options are ready on Rock Auto. How about an ignition coil for a 1987 Lotus Esprit Turbo? If you need that, they've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Okay, it's still very early in the NHL season, but I thought we'd take a quick look at the leading scorers and see you know, whether there's any surprises there, uh, things of note. Uh, so the top scorers in the league right now have six points. We've got John Tavares, Mitch Marner, Thomas Hurdle, Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel. Well, given the hype around the Sabres uh, acquiring Taylor Hall uh, in the offseason and the expectation always going to play with Jack Eichel, we can't be surprised uh, that they've had some early success. Those are two uh, elite caliber players. Uh, and, you know, basically it, it, for fantasy, I would say the opportunity is find whoever's playing with them. Uh, and Sam Reinhart uh, is the one who, uh, who was there on Monday night. Uh, Hurdle, you know, had an injury shortened season last year. So uh, there was potential value uh, to grab him. If, if you uh, look at the opportunity, he's certainly going to play uh, plenty in, uh, in San Jose and, and they need his offense. And uh, in fact, as long as he's healthy, uh, he seems to be a pretty good threat. Uh, and Tavares and Marner uh, are obviously uh, pretty significant parts uh, of the Toronto attack as well. Now, at the next tier, uh, at five points, got Travis Konechny with the Flyers, Andre Svechnikov, Carolina, Connor McDavid, Jeff Petrie, Steven Stamkos, William Nylander, Mark Stone, and Leon Dreisaitl. Okay, well, McDavid and Dreisaitl, uh, <laughs> the fact that they only have five points uh, might be noteworthy, but uh, they're obviously expected to be the uh, uh, top scorers in the league. Uh, Jeff Petrie, I would say, is a bit of a surprise. I, I was uh, awfully high on Petrie for fantasy purposes, uh, but not expecting him to score uh, at, at a significant rate, uh, basically to be respectable uh, scoring defensively. But uh, five points in three games is a great start. Uh, Sveshnikov, uh, for as much uh, gnashing of teeth as there's been about him not playing uh, with Aho and Teravine in Carolina, um, he's still doing all right. Three goals in three games and... Uh, he makes the most uh, of his opportunities. Uh, Steven Stamkos uh, obviously has to play a, a huge role uh, in Tampa Bay with Nikita Kucherov out. Um, and, you know, he, he's responded. Now, it was also two games against the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, and 
you know, there may not be better matchups than the, uh, the shorthanded Blackhawks these days. Uh, William Nylander, uh, much like Marner and Tavares, he, he plays a big part uh, of the Maple Leafs attack. I would say, I guess it's it's somewhat noteworthy that uh, we have three Maple Leafs forwards up there uh, and not one is Austin Matthews. Uh, and Mark Stone, uh, new captain for Vegas, uh, a great all-around player. And uh, the fact that he has five points in, in three games should come as, as little surprise. Uh, and so let's uh, move on and take a look at some injuries uh, from Monday uh, and some noteworthy ones. Uh, Boston. Uh, defenseman Matt Grizzlick uh, got injured against the Islanders, and if he if Grizzlick's out, um, does that you know possibly open the door for Charlie McAvoy uh, to quarterback uh, the first power play unit for the the Bruins? I uh, you know that I was kind of high on McAvoy coming into the season with the idea that he he would uh, be running the first power play at some point. Um, now I don't know that I I was calling for a Matt Grizzlick injury three games in, but uh, Grizzlick also you know doesn't have this huge. Uh, track record of being durable to begin with. Uh, and look, the, the Bruins have had some turnover uh, on that blue line, right? Between Tory Krug and Zdeno Chara leaving, uh, if, if Grizzlick's out for any kind of uh, extended period of time, you're basically looking at a whole new left side uh, in Boston. And, uh, you know, maybe that's going to cause a little bit of vulnerability uh, because, the, you know, they're having trouble scoring with David Pasternak out of the lineup. Uh, and if, if they're having trouble scoring and they get a little vulnerable on the left side, um, you know, things could, things could go sideways here for the Bruins if they don't, uh, if they don't tighten up. Another defenseman, uh, who, who was injured, Anaheim's, uh, Josh Manson. And with, with Manson out, that could mean, uh, that Andy Walensky, uh, moves into the Anaheim lineup. He's kind of next man up, uh, on the depth chart, particularly on the right side. Um, but the Anaheim also has Cody Curran, uh, lurking on their taxi squad. He's a 31 year old. Uh, who played at the University of Calgary, had a couple years in, in the minors in North America before spending the past four seasons in Europe. And he had 49 points in 48 games in the Swedish Hockey League last season. So there may be some potential uh, for Curran if he can somehow find his way into the Anaheim lineup. Also, Tampa Bay uh, left winger, Blake Coleman. He's on the COVID-19 list. Now, don't know if he's going to miss time, but uh, if he does, uh, maybe Patrick Maroon or Matthew Joseph uh, could move up the lightning depth chart uh, into the top nine if, if Coleman's going to miss any time. Are we ready for some playoff football? The National Football League heads into conference championship weekend, and there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. It's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Now we've got in the National Football League, we've got Tampa Bay and Green Bay uh, meeting in the NFC Championship game with Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's a marquee game. And then the AFC, uh, we've got uh, Patrick Mahomes, hopefully, uh, if he's healthy for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, hosting the uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, probably the hottest team in football. And so uh, a fantastic Final Four uh, uh, in the National Football League this season. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Tuesdays on Locked On NHL, it's all about East Coast bias. As Locked On Sabres host Joe DiBiase and Mike DiStefano of Locked On Leafs take a look at the biggest stories in the Eastern Conference. From Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin to the defending champion Lightning, the up-and-coming Rangers, and everyone in between. Locked On NHL is the place to be for Eastern Conference intel every Tuesday. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. 
and send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy NHL on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to locked on fantasy hockey at gmail.com. So let's take a look at the Tuesday NHL schedule on betonline.ag. Start New York Rangers, uh, minus 141 against the New Jersey Devils. Now, that's maybe a little high on, on the Rangers uh, for my taste. Uh, I kind of, my model has the Rangers at minus 126. Uh, and so, you know, probably w- would avoid this game in general. Uh, but if I had to pick a side, it would be New Jersey. Uh, Florida, minus 160 against Chicago. I think Chicago is awful. Uh, and not surprisingly so. Uh, they're, they're running with goaltenders that we're not sure are NHL caliber. They're missing their top two centers. Uh, that would be tough for any team, let alone a team that probably wasn't going to be very good in the first place. Uh, so uh, even, even as a prohibitive favorite, I like Florida in this game. Uh, Philadelphia, uh, minus 130 against Buffalo. You know, given you know, Buffalo just won 6-1 uh, against them on Monday night, I'm not sure that I, I would feel great about uh, taking Philadelphia here. Uh, yes, they, they're probably, you know, not going to be caught by surprise or what have you, but I think some of the factor is that Sean Couturier is out for Philadelphia and uh, they have to figure out how they're going to uh, match up uh, with the Sabres in, in order to neutralize Jack Eichel uh, more importantly than just about anything. Uh, Winnipeg minus 107 at Ottawa and I would take Winnipeg as, as a slight favorite here uh, coming out even though they're on the second game of back-to-back uh, they played and lost in Toronto last night uh, but uh, I, I'm still I guess not sold uh, on the Sens we haven't seen a lot from them and they actually looked okay against um, against Toronto uh, early but uh, given the choice at, at this price I would prefer the Jets uh, Pittsburgh minus 131 against Washington I have Pittsburgh like minus 128. So we're kind of in the same ballpark there. Uh, I guess good news for the Penguins is they have Kasperi Kapanen coming back uh, or at least making his debut um, since returning uh, in that trade from Toronto. So uh, if he can, you know, get into the lineup and and play alongside Sidney Crosby uh, on the top line, uh, adds a little speed uh, to Pittsburgh at the very least. Uh, Columbus is minus 169 at Detroit. Uh, given the choice here, I would probably prefer Detroit. And and this isn't to say, yes, uh, I, I definitely think Detroit will win. Uh, but given the odds, uh, you can get Detroit at plus 152 at betonline.ag. Uh, I would probably uh, lean in their direction. Uh, we've got the Carolina-Nashville game has uh, been postponed uh, for COVID reasons, abundance of caution, et cetera, et cetera. Hopefully this doesn't start spreading like wildfire. Uh, but you know, we've seen what uh, happens throughout, uh, sports when, when leagues are, uh, kind of trying to just hammer this through and, you know, you run into these speed bumps. Hopefully that's all it is. Uh, and then, uh, the last game of the night, we've got Colorado, uh, minus 228 at LA. Uh, that's heavy favorites. I have Colorado minus 215. I'm, I'm, you know, they, they are prohibitive favorites. I think they're prohibitive favorites and should be, even if I don't quite have them at the, the same number, I'm not prepared to take LA uh, as the underdogs there. So thanks to betonline.ag for the odds. Let's move to DFS tips uh, for Tuesday. A couple of recommendations here. Start with uh, Devil Center, Jack Hughes, $4,900 at the New York Rangers. It's one thing, you know, we, we hear coming into every season, oh, so-and-so is in the best shape of his life and and that uh, should change everything about uh, our perception of a player. Well, uh, Hughes uh, had a disappointing rookie season, uh, but you know he came into uh, uh, to camp this year and 
you know, all kinds of reports about uh, how he's in much better shape, much stronger, um, you know, the kind of thing that you would like to hear uh, about a 19-year-old who maybe seemed a little overmatched as an 18-year-old. And he's, you know, put up points in the the first couple of games for the Devils. And, you know, here's an opportunity. uh, You can still get him uh, at a pretty reasonable price. If he continues to, to score, uh, you're not going to be finding him under $5,000 on DraftKings for, for much longer. Columbus right winger, Oliver Bjorkstrand, $4,300 at Detroit. Uh, he was off to a bit of a slow start, but picked up a goal and assist against uh, Detroit on Monday. And it's still a decent price for a player who's uh, quite productive uh, going back to last season. Uh, Buffalo right winger, Sam Reinhardt, is $4,000 at Philadelphia. He's coming off a, uh, a two-goal game uh, against the Flyers, uh, but more importantly, uh, in terms of kind of projecting future value is that he's on uh, the right side of that top line with Eichel and Hall. Uh, so 4,000 bucks for Sam Reinhardt's pretty good deal. Uh, Ottawa right winger, Drake Batherson is $3,200 against Winnipeg. And as much as I like Winnipeg uh, in that game, it's a close matchup. And Batherson's getting a really good opportunity in Ottawa, playing like 18 minutes a night. And uh, he's contributed a couple points early. So a uh, chance for him to, to give you decent value at a real bargain price. Uh, I mentioned uh, in Pittsburgh and Washington, Kasperi Kapanen uh, will be making his season debut for uh, the Penguins. He's just $3,100 on, on DraftKings. And look, his you know play in Toronto was inconsistent at times, and, uh, and but he certainly didn't get the kind of opportunity that he's going to be getting right off the bat here in Pittsburgh, uh, which is to play with uh, Jake Gensel and Sidney Crosby. Uh, and so if Kapanen you know, just uses his speed and, and kind of lets Gensel and Crosby do their thing. Uh, he may just kind of find his way into some points. Onto the blue line, uh, Florida defenseman Radko Gudis, just $2,900 against Chicago. Uh, this might be as much picking against Chicago as anything, uh, but Gudis is, you know, a, a sort of quietly productive player. Uh, he'll shoot the puck and block shots and you know, if he happens to get you a point or two, well, that that's all the better. Uh, New Jersey rookie defenseman Ty Smith, $3,400 at the New York Rangers. Smith has uh, points in his first two NHL games. And one more for New Jersey, uh, goaltender Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, among the, I guess, better priced options uh, in net for uh, for Tuesday. Uh, he's $7,300 uh, on DraftKings. Uh, and look, I think Blackwood is uh, has a chance to be quite a good goaltender uh, just in general. Um, but a matchup against the Rangers is, is not something, uh, that he'd be unable to, uh, to have some success with. And at that price, uh, you're not paying uh, the same as you would for, uh, some of the other goaltenders who, who might be favored, uh, to win their games. Uh, and that will do it for today though. Uh, enjoy the games on Tuesday night. I'll be back tomorrow with analysis of maybe the best NHL debuts for the first week of the season. How about that? Uh, you can check out my work on the athletic and at scottcullenhockey.substack.com. Also, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. We're finally starting to see some player movement. It's not a lot, but I'll I'll take what I can get here. Uh, Find these podcasts, subscribe, and rate them uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. 